The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. Abigail. Hello. What's up? Ah, I'm here. It is, uh, it's YHS Primetime. YHS. Primetime. Wow. Primetime. Primetime. Yeah. We just uh, recorded our uh, bonus episode for Patreon uh, in the $10 tier and up. I don't, there's an official name for the tier. I think it's called YHS at the movies where every month you get an extra bonus episode where we cover a movie. We did Batman and Robin. That'll we be squeezed an hour. We did it. And with us while we did that, the captain of kaiju karate <laughs> the killer clown from outer space i like that the, ca- the killer kaiju clown how do we do it how do we do the it cool guy with the neatest sh- okay i don't have it the neatest shorts i've ever seen <laughs> we're just doing the a bad jk i'm just she just said the cool guy with the neatest shorts i, I like that <laughs> Oh, what? Uh, I'm not going to take Jakey's job. I don't think I can. <laughs> we need Jay. Uh, Jacob Walsh, what's up, man? Craig's Jackson. Oh, hey. How's it going? Um, Dude, I'm fantastic. I feel good. We got a lot going on in our life. and yeah. I, I, It's just crazy. It's a crazy time to be alive. It's a crazy time to be part of the YHS universe, the YHS family, people like Jakey, Ryan Dole. The containment unit. They got shit going on. We got shit going on. I got Mark Holton calling me on the phone. We got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. It's great. It's a great time to be alive. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Jake, how are you doing tonight? Dude, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited that we got that Batman and Robin out of the way because I've been kind of stressed out about it since I watched the movie. Yeah. But now it's out of my system and I don't ever have to like worry with it again if I don't want. Dude, I'm going to, I want, you know how Poison Ivy in that movie, like she kisses people and it makes them fall in love with her or whatever. I want somebody to get a secret potion where when they kiss Jake, he loves Batman and Robin. That's like the, like, that's what happens. Like Jake's going to show up one day all starry eyed and be like, oh, Jake's got rubber lips. What happened? Like, he looks like he's in love. I am in love. With Batman and Robin, and he just watches it all the time. And then I'll fight Jake, and I'll be like, Jake, you're just mad that Batman and Robin loves me more than you. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll do. Um, so we love our Patreon family. We love our Patreon community. So if you're interested in getting bonus audio content and directly supporting YHS, you can learn all about it at patreon.com slash yes, have some. Now, having said that, no episode of Toy Anxiety this week. We're going to be back next week with... What do you got going on? It's a fruit, sna- it's a fruit snack, everyone. I've been trying to quietly open it. Now? Yeah, we are because I need a little sugar. <laughs> we just did an entire yeah. hour on Batman and Robin. I'm Watermelon wow. sugar. Alligator Loki. No, we Hi. don't. No, no one said that. Listen, 
we uh, there's a lot going on. No toy anxiety this week, and the reason for that is that we do have a lot going on. We're about to go on this road trip to Indiana, Slime Blower 2021 USA. The that, Slime Blower Sojourn. That's what we're going on. Uh, it, oh, we should do it with like music, like Fellowship of the Ring. An unexpected journey. <laughs> Jacob Walt. <laughs> Indiana cool. was a town unlike many other Midwest towns. Um, Indiana's not a town. It's a whole state. Um, so... Well, we'll have a lot of details about that next week, I'm sure. And then there's just all these toy announcements happening, right? They're going to have all the NECA reveals, all the Super 7 reveals, Hasbro, Mattel. Friday when we're driving, this is exciting. Friday, while we're driving to Indiana, we're going to be listening and watching as we drive to the Hasbro Marvel Fan First Friday where... Rumor has it they're revealing the new HasLab. Oh, whoa! So we're that's gonna like, be like that's barge material. We're gonna be pulling over to a gas station and all pre-ordering Galactuses. Ooh, this is, <laughs> ooh. that's fun. Or Hal will will be buying his later. I'll drive. Yes, <laughs> Abby will drive. We'll be pre-ordering. Cool. Do not pre-order toys and drive. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a lot going on. But you can shower and pre-order toys at the same time. That's I will. Safe. I'm getting tonight, Jake. Tell me how yeah. good does this sound? Shower in a toy? Not like that, though. <laughs> Hold no, on. No. Let, let me back it up. <laughs> you guys want to hear what an ideal evening is for me? The shower's yeah. on. Yeah, tell us. I've got a Coke Zero in the freezer that's been there for about 20 minutes. Shower's been on for about Shower's 20 Shower's been on because I let the water run because I'm a complete asshole. Because Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze would not be happy with the way I treat Earth and waste things. You're like Batman. <laughs> and I'm getting my Coke Zero. I'm closing out all my apps on my phone, just getting eBay ready. <laughs> Motherfuck! I was, God damn it. There was an auction I was looking at earlier. I totally forgot ended. <laughs> I literally was like, what? How could I have said something what? so egregious that you have to timestamp this? But now Fuck. I realize what you're doing. Well, <laughs> wow. I. I'm so mad. Who what cares? was it on? You may as well tell, tell us. us. Yeah, you can't, tell us about you can't it. say that and then not tell us. Bring it, hey, we're bringing back stress tonight. Yeah. My stress is that. Don't eBay bait us. One of my favorite toy lines as a kid was the Police Academy figures. And about two years ago, I had a bunch of them and for some reason decided to sell them. And now I want them again. And there was a good lot at a good price and a good deal. And I missed the good deal because why? We're talking about fucking Batman and Robin. This is ridiculous. If you've bought something and then sold it, you shouldn't. I don't know. Like no, part of being be a toy collector it. is going back and forth. Okay, it's right, just part of right. it. Hey, I've been talking the whole time. Jake, talk. Tell me something. We well, now I'm just kind of confused as to what we were even talking about because you oh, I can yelled go back. in the middle. You were you were ta- you were giving a a speech about a shower, and then you just <laughs> yelled at us. Okay, so I I what I'm saying is I like to get on eBay in the shower. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm an adult. Doesn't hurt anybody. Doesn't put anybody in danger except for my wallet. Shower's a good time to get stuff done. I'm going to do that. Yeah, like <laughs> cleaning your body. I'm going to do that when we get off when we get off of recording here. Dude. Yeah. It's the YHS. I'm going to do an eBay bath. Dude. That's nice. Dude. Dude. Should we start another podcast, a spinoff called The Shower Barge? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We just start. We just bring back a. Uh, 
um, the eBay hangs, but we all have to be in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. eBay hang in the shower. And they only last as long as our uh, hot water <laughs> heater does. I didn't know what you were going to say there. Yeah. I was very nervous. I love it. <laughs> It's like a 30 minute episode. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Um, So love eBay, love toys, lots of reveals coming. Very exciting times to be a collector. NECA next Monday at one o'clock PM has a panel. Like uh, they're doing an online panel with all the reveals and they teased something on Instagram just now while we were recording. And it looks to be, and I I don't want to hold on NECA, NECA toys. I saw it. It looks like they're teasing what could be their TMNT exclusive? And Abby, what is that a close-up of? Dandelions. <laughs> it's a close-up of dandelions. Um, <laughs> by the way, one time we were supposed to have that guy who says dandelions on the podcast, the- and Abby got mad at me about it. Wait, you're kidding. There, no, that's yeah. not accurate. Why would I be mad? I don't remember, but you were fucking mad. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I think that's I remember inaccurate. It. I talked to him on the internet, on the online, and it's the guy who joins the Foot Clan, and he's secretly April's... Uh, he's, no, he's not secretly April's cameraman. Well, I'm mad that we didn't get him on the show. No. I, what'd, you do, what'd you do? What'd you guys I, do? I remember I said, hey, Abby, I think we're, next week we're going to have the Dandelions guy on from Secret of the Use. And like you were in a mood and you were like, I don't like to be told what's happening on the show. I would like to be involved well, in these this decisions. this was early on in the podcast. But, and yeah, was it was in, right after the movie came out, 1990. Okay. It's back <laughs> 1991. Um, we could still get him on. That'd be fun, especially if they're making a figure of that guy. Yeah. Let's get him on. I'll interview him. We'll talk about Dandelions. John, it's a big chunk of the movie. John Dandelion. I think that's his actual name. <laughs> um, Jake, are, what, what are you expecting from NECA as far as uh, Comic-Con stuff? Not the Dandelion guy from Ninja Turtles 2. Um, <laughs> I was honestly kind hey, This of episode thinking, has to be called the Dandelion guy. <laughs> the Dandelion guy. Um, the Dandelion guy. <laughs> I was honestly like, I, I was kind of... You know, since they did the so they did say it, whatever it is, it's a four pack, right? They, they did. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure they said it's a they're, they're, that the turtles uh, exclusive is a four pack. They did. So yeah. I kind of was assuming since they did coming out of their shells last year, I I, I wasn't really expecting the the Ninja Turtles two turtles just because they are so similar there there's barely a difference between two and one i was kind of assuming we were going to get ninja turtles three turtles and that's kind of what i'm hoping for but the dandelion tells me otherwise see i don't think it's going to be the i think this is my dream is they're going to release the tmnt two turtles at some point doesn't feel like a cool exclusive to me at this point maybe five years ago I want a four pack of TMNT two side characters. I want Kino, Dandelion guy, <laughs> the the uh, second the April, doc- the uh, second April, the doctor, the, the doctor, professor, or yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, fake yeah. Baxter Stockman, fake Va- Baxter Stockman, Vanilla Ice. We know we're not getting Tatsu. That's five. Tatsu's not. A- well, I want a ten pack. And then I want see I I don't none of that sounds like I I wouldn't doubt NECA giving us those things, but that's your exclusive like a bunch of side characters right. from like that's not it's a four pack that means it's gonna be the turtles. Hey, I sent a message to uh, Trevor 
at NECA, yeah. our good friend Trevor Zamet, who's mm-hmm. uh, the brand manager for TMNT. And I was like, hey, man, I figured out your exclusive four pack for, for TMNT. And I, it was, I sent him a picture of the four, um, the Japanese, the samurais that come back in time. That exchange <laughs> with yeah. TMNT. Yeah, their underwear. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's got to be these guys, right? Casey Jones dreams. is like training them how to play hockey. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's what I like. I'd be down for that. Um, but anyways, whatever it is, NECA reveals come next week. We know there's going to probably be some Back to the Future, Universal Horror, and all sorts of stuff. So we'll be covering it all on Toy Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so tonight, I guess we can get into it. Uh, we, we need to talk about Black Widow, and then we're going to be giving um, some YHS recommendations. Now, we stole this idea from someone. I don't remember who. Jake, wh- wh- what do we do here? Well, well, I think we stole it from Troy. Yeah. It's kind of oh, what we did. Yeah, this is yeah, kind of yeah. what we did when we were on their podcast yeah. last. Yeah, Yeah, the Troy Benjamin old bring bring your recommendations to the. Well, we should have had him on our show to do this. Oh well, we steal well, your bit and we don't let you on the show. Yeah. Um, no, we're gonna have some recommendations where we each came up a couple things to to recommend to people and pr- things that maybe are a little bit, you know, clearly things that are part of our interests, but not stuff we talk about all the time. At least yeah. that's. That's kind the premise. Sure. That's the premise. We'll see what happens. Jake's gonna be like their heartfelt recommendations. <laughs> Jake's be like, I recommend Critters. I like that mine, movie. Mine are all dinosaur uh, involved. Different Not dinosaurs. really, but right, right. some of them are. I recommend going to a museum full of dinosaurs and freezing them so you can ice skate down them. Yeah. That's going to be good. God, we all, we almost stopped recording again because we started talking about Batman and Robin. That's true. Um, well, let's talk about Black Widow because it's a big deal. The MCU is back. And after a year and a half of us saying that the only way to watch a movie is in a movie theater and anybody who streams a movie at home is a fucking idiot and you're not getting a true cinematic experience. Abby and I watched Black Widow in the comfort of our own living room. Sell out. Sell out. Uh, Wow. Dude, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, well, for one thing, in our defense, there was a tropical storm system moving through the city. So we didn't really want to go out in it. Um, And also the fact that you can watch that movie inside your house. It's God. Now I sound like one of them. Unbelievable. (laughs) One of them. It, It was convenient. I I will admit, like ten minutes in, it's like these big action sequences. I was kind of like, I wish I was at the theater, but yeah, it's fine. I, I, I did. I regretted it just like you did. I also wish I was at the theater when I went to go make popcorn. And we only have kettle corn. And that fuck, I hate that. I hate kettle corn. Kettle corn's good. It's stupid. Sound off in group therapy if you like kettle corn versus regular popcorn. Popcorn should be salty and buttery, not like a sweet piece of shit. <laughs> I like salty and sweet. It's a good balance. Jake, do you like kettle corn? Yep. Well, I guess but I, I also, don't. But I also like regular. I'm like Two Face, you know, a little <laughs> bit of both. Sweet and sour. I'm like Two Face. I like that. All right, we just talked Rachel! about it. <laughs> Not that Two Face. No. Um, <laughs> Baron Pizza. Jake, you went to the theater and watched Black Widow. Yeah. Or, or I watched it at, uh, on my couch <laughs> on my TV. <laughs> Oh, at least you didn't watch it. Can we be real? That movie was was supposed to have come out. Like it's been a long journey. Yeah, and I think that I, sort of adds to our deflated need to need. You know, go see it. I um, yeah, I almost went to the theater and saw it, but uh, I decided not to. And you know, if it was anything else, I would have went to the theater. But I just didn't care about. I just don't care about a Black Widow movie now. It's like years too late. I think. Okay. 
Well, should we, I don't want to give, we, just talk about we're not going to do like a full spoiler rundown, but we might get into some spoiler territory, but let's give our sure. thoughts and feelings. The MCU is back. Obviously we have not had a MCU movie since 2019 with Spider-Man far from home. Since then we did get WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki, which as of recording, this ends tomorrow. I'm very excited about that finale. Um, and this is the return. So it's uh, black widow. Uh, which takes place after Civil War, kind of a prequel. Obviously, we know that Natasha is no longer alive in the MCU, although they could probably bring her back. I hope they don't. But like, you know, when you talk about time travel and multiple fucking timelines and all that stuff, Uh, but for for the foreseeable future, she's gone. So, Jake, uh, what were your impressions of the movie? It's fine. That's my impression. It's fine. This is a, to me, this is a middle of the road Marvel movie. Uh, it's not, I didn't think it was bad by any means, but it, it's not as good as any of the three Marvel TV shows that are currently on. Oh, it feels like a moot, like, you know, it's set in between civil war. It feels like it should have came out back then around civil war. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, when when you have over 30 movies in your franchise and you're contending with movies like Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Endgame, Thor Ragnarok, you have to be like on top of it. This movie just falls right in with me with a bunch of Ant-Mans and Captain Marvels and shit at the bottom that I don't care about. Like it was it's not a bad movie. But it's just like it's not enough to keep up with the rest of the MCU at this point. And I just didn't ca- I just, you know, uh, Florence Pugh is the best part of it, clearly. And she's great. She's awesome. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. It's one of those movies that I'll forget about. Got it. I feel I'm giving this movie eight out of ten fucks. I've, wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Well, no, that's that's not a ton of fucks. Like I'm, I'm like ten fucks is the most. Eight out of ten, though, that's a lot. But I liked it. I feel like it was affected by the timing of the release, and we were all we all had to like edge it and delay our waiting or to be gratified by this movie. Um, hey, real quick, and and it can't you help that I'm sorry that Marvel TV series are like are so evolved. Like it, I. That makes me happy to to say that there's three shows that are like better than the movies right now. Um, hey, WandaVision just I, got I, nominated I, for a bunch of Emmys today. I liked this movie. I thought that the opening credits were uh, were very had a more serious tone to them. I um, I was surprised by how much I liked the young Scarlett Johansson, young Black Widow, and young Yelena, uh, Florence Pugh's character. I I liked all the family dynamic stuff in this movie, and I mean, I guess my expectations for a Marvel movie maybe they should be a little bit higher, like yours, Jake, with Ragnarok and like. Guardians Volume Two and uh, Endgame and like, but Wait, I, I like this. Hold on, hold on. I like that you added a Volume Two to your Guardians. Well, <laughs> that's on the recent. That's on the later latter half of the whatever the the release right. mm-hmm. chart for the fucking for Marvel has. You know yep. what I mean? Y'all know what I mean. This so is, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I think I like this movie a lot. My expectations were really low. Like my my. I really like Scarlett Johansson a lot. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows me knows I like Scarlett Johansson. I like Black Widow, but because her storyline is essentially finished in the MCU, I I didn't feel like going into it. I was like, I don't know what the stakes are going to be. Right, like she's not going to die. 
right? So anytime you take that off the table, even though they never really die in these movies, like, right. Um, but I, I was impressed with, so the storyline was fine. The storyline was like what you would expect out of like a standalone Marvel movie. The villain was kind of like, whatever, we won't spoil all that. Um, the there's individual performances in this movie that I feel are better than what you normally would get from like, like an ant, like you watch Ant-Man, you know, Paul Rudd's going to be great and there's going to be some, some good stuff throughout it, but it's, you know, I think the first Ant-Man's pretty great. I, the second one's not my favorite. Um, but this one, I think like Jake bench, I think Scarlett Johansson did great. She's always good as black widow. Uh, Florence Pugh. It's her, it, it, this is kind of, the movie is set up. Yeah. It's actually her origin story. This movie. Cause she's about to be in Hawkeye. Like she's a big part of the MCU coming up. I thought she was great. She's an awesome actress. Um, and she's great. And then I thought David Harbor, I was surprised at how much I liked him in this movie because like, I like stranger things. I think he's good in stranger things, but I didn't know he had like this level of like, yeah, him, his him, comedic timing was really good. Like yeah. Him being a bumbling dad who like need, his whole life needs to make an apology to his daughters. Like that was stuff that I really liked. And David Harbour really shown in, in that role. Um, that's one of the reasons why I'm giving it the eight fucks. I, I really love the, the dynamic between him and the two daughters. And I feel like there was always a place to go back and explore some of Black Widow's um origin story and i feel like they almost could have done more like i was mentioning because there's like human trafficking and stuff in the opening credits which is really kind of like more heavy stuff and kind of difficult to watch i feel like i almost could have done with more of that in the movie um i almost could have done more i could have seen an r-rated version of this movie is like what i what i was thinking (laughs) yeah you could always do with a little more um (laughs) but, but yeah um uh, like I said, the childhood thing, um, the flashback scenes, like the uh, Bye Bye Miss American Pie, um, like seeing that song. There, so there's some sweet ass moments. So the action in a Marvel movie, like it's it's we know where it's going to be. Like, you know, there's going to be great action sequences. There's going to be great fights. So like my template for uh, what you, what you know, so you've got your your top tier, what I would consider your top, top tier MCU movies like Jake and Abby already mentioned. So you got like Endgame, Infinity War, like volume that. two. Yeah. Guardians. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of people put Winter Soldier. I think Winter Soldier to me for like the more grounded, like spy action type of MCU movie is probably like your top tier. Right. Cause there is different parts of the MCU now. Like you've got like, the super cosmic, you know, version, you've got the more realistic, whatever. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with all that. <laughs> what I'm saying though is like, you're on toy anxiety showing your toys off now. I'm so. showing my toys, <laughs> but I think there's really good individual performances with a lot of really great human moments. And you don't always get those like in Captain well, Marvel was lacking. I felt. Yeah. And the other thing is, is like, you kind of have to grade an MCU movie on an MCU curve because like, like I think this movie was a thousand times better than both Wonder Woman movies. Like I cared about everybody in this movie. Like I don't give a fuck about anybody in those Wonder Woman movies, mm-hmm. especially that second one. Can we talk about that real quick? Was that not the biggest piece of shit? 
God, I thought yeah. I dreamt that during quarantine. Kirsten Wig. That was Wig. like after I got vaccinated and was sick. Oh God! <laughs> you thought you made up Wonder yeah, Woman? Yeah, like, this... you had a you had a Wonder Woman fever during. Yeah, the... I was like, it was the eighties, but like, it wasn't. You're like, hey, Craig, when's when's that Wonder Woman two coming out? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a Wonder Woman movie where Kristen Wig was like a cheeto, right? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it happened on Christmas Day. I was there, and and you were there, and. Gal Gadot was there. What a year. Um, yeah, this is, and I said that after this movie finished, I was like, this is by far the best female-led superhero movie that has ever come out. It is more interesting. Whoa. Well, what other ones are there? Let's talk about it. Electra. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Wonder Woman 1 and 2, not great. Captain, uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel was good, but not very memorable and didn't really have, just didn't have great characters. Yeah, why don't you go cut your hair again? Rock, yeah. rock it. So I think, as you said in the beginning of this episode, Jake, they should have put this movie out a long time ago. It's late a coming. Like, it should have been yeah. out a long time back. Yeah. All right. Well, if you haven't seen it, it's available on Disney+. Plus. And, like, we're, listen, like, you know how you we You can be it. a real fan and go to the theater. You can be a real fan and go to the theater. You or like you us. buy it. Just and, once. But I might watch it again. Because I, there's certain moments in this movie I'd like to relive. Yeah. Uh, David Harbour. To, spoiler alert when he's talking about when he's asking if Captain America ever asks about him like I think that's a very funny scene yeah. like there's some really good scenes and they do set up some of the future of the MCU and by the way you guys might not know this about me I love people jumping out of planes is my favorite thing that can happen in a movie Point break. so any skydiving scene or people like flying through airplane debris while like plummeting to their death give me that in every movie I've never is seen that because it's like your worst fear Oh, now that's Sorry, interesting. That, is this too, is that's too interesting. Okay, that's interesting. I've always wanted to skydive. Mm. That's that's the whole reason you like bat, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. That's why you like bats? Because it starts off in a fucking airplane. Being like Doctor Chase Meridian here. People, are, I'm so terrified of flying, but I want to go skydiving. People are like, "Why would you do that if you're afraid of flying?" But like, because the greatest thing you could do while flying is jumping out of the fucking plane. <laughs> Escaping is what I want to do. It's my fantasy. I guess that makes sense. Um, so, by the way, when I was a kid, my parents, to get me to like fly, told me there was parachutes under every seat. They fucking <laughs> lied to me. Oh, my God. They also told me there was a giant net in the ocean that protected sharks from the beach. Well, that's true. <laughs> and I, I remember once being like, was it a net or more like a cement wall that's impenetrable? They're like, yeah, yeah, that cement wall. I was like, all right, cool. It kind of vacillates between the two, actually. <laughs> Sometimes it's a net. <laughs> depends Depends on where in the United States you are. Um, I, I, I don't know. Would you say eight fucks? I, I, I'm more like. This is the MCU curve. First of all, I have to go, what is my absolute least favorite MCU movie? It's probably Thor 2. Probably the second Thor or maybe... Fuck, I barely remember The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. I don't even really count that it. That movie's pretty good, but is it it's good? so... Yeah. So long ago. But anyways. Oh, yeah, I gotta see it. So then I start ranking and I and then it's... So the Black Widow's probably middle of the road for me. Yeah. So there you go. I think it'd be right in the middle for me. Right in the middle. Which isn't bad. Better than so most. What, like six fucks? You know, five. Six, five. Middle is five. I say eight. Okay. Well, I'm at middle of the road of the MCU. Okay. And if the worst MCU movie is like six fucks, then it's probably like seven, seven and a half. I love Endgame. I could watch it all the time. It's not animated. Don't ask my dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to start giving some recommendations? Any other thoughts on Black Widow? 
no, I think I think uh, I think it should be watched. I yeah. think it adds I think it adds a good little piece, but yeah. Costumes are cool. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you guys a serious question? Yeah. Oh. Um, no. no. How awesome was it? Waking up last week. Jake didn't experience this, but I did. And having every motherfucking person in the world sending you pictures of child Loki holding a goddamn oh, ecto cooler <laughs> before you watched it. Spoilers. Yeah, I got up. I got up early and watched it, and so I didn't even look at the. I literally, you know, set my alarm, woke up at seven in the morning, and watched. It. I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow before I even opened my phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're going to have. To, yeah, that's, that's what, what we'll have to do. That's what we'll have to do. Um, but it was cool. That was a fun little Easter egg. Uh, for sure. I thought it was cool. For the people who took that and said, Ecto Cooler returning with Slimer on the box confirmed. <laughs> no. Fuck no. that, dude. Fuck the Coca-Cola. This is a made up world. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. I, they're changing the recipe to Coke Zero I read today. Maybe it will taste good now. Coke Zero is great. Diet Coke does not taste good to me anymore. Coke Zero is great. Mm. I like it. I, I like, like where the way this it is going. There's no sugar. Do you know that? Mm. Wow. So, uh, recommendations. Any other soda recommendations? Yes. Coke Zero. Stock up on the real flavor don't, before they change Don't listen it. to that. Don't um, listen to that. If you see it in stores, buy it for Craig. Why are you waving your foot in my face? I'm having fun. Okay. Um, it, real talk, though. Loki, uh, that little Easter egg was fun. And, like, we're <laughs> without I'm not going to say anything. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So, uh, in the world of Ghostbusters, but you all know that there's a new movie coming out. It's called Ghostbusters part three. Afterlife. In the world of Gozer, in the world of Gozer. <laughs> you know what I did yesterday? Hmm. I texted somebody and I was wanted to ask them a question about Ghostbusters. And I, te- I typed out, I said, Hey, I have some news from the world of Gozer. And I just thought that was a funny thing to say. And I sent it. And then I looked at it and I said, Oh, that's a line. From, that's actually Peter Venkman says that in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an idiot. It's pretty cool. You thought you were being original? I thought I was being clever. All right. So what we're going to do now are YHS recommendations. I think, do we each come up with two? I got yeah, I got two. I got, I got two with the potential for more, but <clears throat> two main ones. Yeah. Same. All right. Well, Abby, do you want to start us off? Two with the potential for four. Yeah. Uh, you start us off because I got something I have to go grab that's related to mine. So go for it. Okay. Um, well, I was actually thinking of the last time that we, uh, the origin of this whole um, uh, segment we're doing, which is when we were on the interdimensional cross rip, I recommended that everyone get a TV that has a VCR component. It's like an old TV set because watching VHS tapes is been and become just like a a very therapeutic and comforting wonderful thing for me to collect and do um so i wanted to kind of adjust that a little bit for our show and for our version of uh, recommendations and recommend specifically to our listeners that you get an old tv uh and you put it in your kitchen because it's a great place to have 
to like have to watch stuff in addition to the bedroom, like to be able to do dishes, to have a meal. There's something about like old 80s movies where there's like a TV in the kitchen that the mom watches while she's like dicing onions. And I was You're always just describing gremlins. I was always jealous of that growing up. <laughs> and I never had a TV in my kitchen and putting one in like I had an old set, basically the one that died came back to life. And so now I have it in the kitchen and it just has made me um it, it it has improved my quality of life. Um, Your I, kitchen life? Yeah, to put Attack of the Clones on or put a Godzilla movie on while I'm in there, it's it makes me happy. It's like having the things that you love around you at all times. And there's something very nostalgic specifically about having a little set in the corner of your kitchen, like on your cabinet. And I, I absolutely love that. So I wanted to recommend doing that. If you were going to recommend three VHS tapes, to like let's say you're not a VCR guy or lady or person, Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to start a VHS collection, like what, wh- where do you think you got to start? What are some staples that everybody with a VHS, this is kind of, this question Ghostbusters, for Jurassic Park, Wayne's World. Those are your three? Yeah. Those th- are good. I would yeah. be pretty good. I'd be happy with those. Yeah. I think you got to have Independence Day because a lot, Independence Day, I think it might hold the record as the largest number of VHS has ever sold. Um, that's why when you go to a thrift store that has VHS, there's always like 20 copies of Independence Day, Twister, like... It was probably gifted heavily the year that it came out. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, if I don't open up... If I, if I walk down the stairs Christmas morning and I start opening these presents and I do not have ID4, I will fucking kill you people. <laughs> <laughs> because I want to be spending my Christmas night after I get that Nintendo 64 hooked up and play Mario for a little while. I want Goldblum. I want Will Smith. Um, I think those are good. I think Jurassic Park for sure is a must. Like that is the must own VHS, I think. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. It's got it all. Terminator 2, Ghostbusters. E.T., all the classics. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's good, Yeah, start build your collection and uh, put a TV in your kitchen. Do you have any recommendations? I I, I can't. uh, I I wish I could put. I I can't fit it. My kitchen's so fucking stupidly small. I couldn't even put a TV in there if I wanted to. Wow, Abby, way to consider everybody's kitchens. Now, I I know it's not considerate of me, but Jake, aren't you? I'm going to figure it out. Hey, aren't you working currently on getting a TV set in your bathtub? Though in it, I wish. Am I not, I wish not I dropping it in, but like having one that you can watch <laughs> while I'm in there? Yeah, yeah this yeah, is a good to, uh, I I I got a goal of getting a a, a VCR uh, capable TV in every room in the house. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it, like Blockbuster up high, just playing yeah. different movies at all times. Hey, I've thought, about that. Hey, I've thought about that. That's I, fucking. That's the dream. Bro. I've thought about in the toy room putting a, a corner bracket TV mount. And having like, dude, we're gonna be like nostalgic for those twenty-inch flat screens from back then. Like, at some point, <laughs> nostalgic <laughs> for flat screens. Yeah, yeah. Um, one time I got this job. It was like the first time I got a job that wasn't like in the restaurant industry. It was a dumb fucking job, and like we had an extra room in our house, and like I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna be my office." It's so <laughs> fucking dumb. I was like, "I'm gonna put flat screens up, and I'll probably get into doing stocks." Like, such an idiot. You got, it, you just, you got into selling toys. I had that job for like four months, and they were like, "It's not working out." I was like, "But my stocks." So is that your recommendation? Or? Yeah, don't get my stocks. <laughs> okay. Um. All right, Jake, you're up. Good stuff. Okay, cool. Um, so I got a TV show on here that I feel like I, I don't ever hear people talking about, but uh, 
It's this show called Dead Like Me. Have you guys ever heard of this show? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Heard of it. You've heard you've only heard of it because I've mentioned it to you before. Probably. probably. Yeah. Um, it's from 2003 and it was created by Brian Fuller, who like, you know, he's pretty popular now. He the guy that's the guy who made Han- the Hannibal show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's made a bunch of other things. But this show, um, it only lasted two seasons, but it is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's very funny. And it's about this girl who is like on her way to work one day and she's killed by a toilet seat that is that has like fallen from an airplane mm-hmm. and uh, and she becomes a Grim Reaper. So and like the Grim Reapers like have to go to work in the morning and they're bought. They have a boss and their boss gives them like a post-it note and they have to go out and, you know, uh, take people's souls and it's just a very like weird quirky very funny show um i actually just recently bought one of the screen used post-it notes <laughs> oh, <laughs> from dude. Show. i found it on ebay I think um, I heard about it's, that. it's probably the weirdest thing that i feel like i own is just a post-it note from a tv show um it's just a very funny show and mandy patinkin is in it he was in um the princess bride okay Um, yeah mm, okay yeah i just it's i i think it's on i think you can just watch it on amazon prime i think it's on there how many Um, seasons two seasons it's two seasons damn they got canceled but um but it's a great show and i just i feel like more people need to know about it uh when i first started going to dragon con um the main actress her name is ellen muth uh was at dragon con like the first few years which I thought was crazy because it's like this show that you don't really hear a whole lot of people talk about. And I don't think it was, I don't think it was very popular. Um, but yeah, so I just think it's a fun show and you guys should watch it. Good recommendation. Yeah. Adding it to the list. There's going to be somebody who listens, who gets on Facebook group therapy and is like, that's my favorite show. It's weird. It's weird because like, so Brian Fuller, like, Right before he put out three shows kind of in a row and all three of them, he, he put out this show called Pushing Daisies. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think was also only two seasons. And it's like about this guy who's a pie maker and he can, if he touches a dead body, it will come back to life, but only until he touches it again. And then there was also a show called Wonderfalls, which was oh, about a girl it's about this girl who works at the uh, at Niagara Falls and this little this little like figurine in her shop talks to her. It, they're super weird. And and I think Wonderfalls only like it, it was like one season and only half of the season actually aired on TV. But all three of those shows are very they're very well written. They're very funny. But Dead Like Me is the best one. OK. Good recommendation. That's good. I, I, I want to check that out. Yeah. It's um, always good to hear about stuff that you probably missed out on while it, when it aired and can go back to. That's I, good. I think I found it just because like it originally was a Showtime show. And I think, I think I was just watching TV and it was just on and I was like, what is this? And I, and I just, I kind of became obsessed with it. Word, Dang. man. Does it have a rewatchability factor? I've rewatched it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Rewatchability is so important. It is. And I've been, I've never, like, I've seen all of Lost probably twice. And Lost is like my favorite. But I 
think I want to go back and do a, a you know, going do, back to the island. I think I want to go back to the island. I've been thinking about it too. Now, this wow. is not one of my recommendations, but I just want to say, Lost is, it's weird. I, I don't know how to compare it because, like, Lost is not a big part of my life or fandom now, but, like, at yeah. the time, I've said it on the podcast before, but when that show ended, like, a piece of my body died. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. I never have felt that way where it was just, like, this thing. You revolved around the show when it was airing. Yeah, and it felt like, like, it, it only I've only felt that feeling a couple times in my life. Like you're either getting dumped or having a grandparent die or when lost ended. It was a very similar feeling yeah. all three times. Now now Craig. Yes. And I jerked off to all three of those. Oh, damn, okay. That's what I was that's what I was. I was gonna say gonna unless ask. you're me, but you can't say um, that. Oh boy. Oh, there it is. Um now if you're thinking about <laughs> rewatching Lost. Yeah. And I'm thinking about rewatching Lost. And yeah. I'm thinking about it too. And Abby's thinking about it too. Are we? Does YHS do a spinoff Lost episode by episode show? Do we spin off ourselves? <laughs> I mean, I think we should. Can you spin yourself off? <laughs> but only we do if a we, whole other show. Can we do? Can we all add one more show to this? The other I thing mean, is, I got some more beads. I can make another bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If we do that, then we all have to be alternate versions of ourselves, like sideways universe versions. Can I of, be goth? Yeah, you're goth. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I'll be like Claire. Jake's a renowned uh, barbecue pork chef. And yeah, I, okay. um, that's me. And I read. <laughs> yeah, you're Craig reads. Speaking of reading, you guys are going to be blown away. My first recommendation, and I, by the way, event, I would love to do like the thing of people about Lost was when you were watching it and going through the theories and going through like it was just crazy. All right. Mm-hmm. Bring Lost back. Make Lost. Reboot Lost. Theories might have been better than some of the show itself. I wonder how we're going to feel after Afterlife comes out, after this fucking, you know, 35-year buildup. <sighs> Cut to us seeing watching it in the house like we did Black Widow. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. God, no. Stop it. I just wanted to rile y'all up. All right. Craig, what are you, uh, what are you recommending? So I want to recommend books. You stop it. Books with pictures. Books with pictures. So um, you guys might not know this about me. I am an avid toy collector. And um, I want to get serious for a second. It's not that I just love the, the, the experience of going and buying a toy from my childhood. Of course, it's great. It's nostalgia. It fuels me, gets me up in the morning, gets me up in the shower. <laughs> wow. Are you making time stamps? Are you cool with all this? It gets me up in the shower. No, no, no. I love it. Um, I love it. The one thing I wanted to recommend is toy books. Okay. So right now I'm actually holding one, which is the most recent one that I have acquired, which is the toys of He-Man and the masters of the universe. We all know was done by our good friend, Pixel Dan, who joined us to talk to, talk about it a couple months ago on toy anxiety. Um, the reason I want to talk about these books specifically is because I've got a couple of them. I've got one that covers the vintage GI Joe line. I've got one that covers vintage star Wars. I've got rad plastic, which is all about unreleased uh, playmates, teenage mutant Ninja turtles, figures and prototypes. And to me, part of the fun of being a toy collector is educating myself on all of these things. Right? Because I like to know, like 
it doesn't feel good to me when I go to a toy store and I see something and I don't really know what it is. It makes me feel like a like a poser, like Black Widow. He's such a poser. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it doesn't really make me feel like a poser, but I really love learning the origins of toy lines and like, especially ones that I collect, right? Like, so, but like, I'm never going to really get in too far to collecting vintage GI Joe, but I had a lot of them as a kid and it's fun to like, look at all the figures that came out, the repaints, the vehicles, the re-releases, the ones that were successful, the ones were, were not successful. Um, and this, I've been going through this He-Man book lately and, um, it really is so extensive. It covers the vintage line. It covers masters of the universe classics, which is at this point unaffordable. Um, He-Man 89, which is a line that like, I think is kind of underrated. Like when they first brought it back for the first time, I might collect it. Um, and I don't know, it's just really fun. I like giving myself a little bit of insight and education, uh, especially with stuff like vintage star Wars, where like I do collect vintage star Wars, but there's just so much of it. And Jake, you know, like you've been buying some more vintage star Wars lately. Like yeah. it can be intimidating when it you're like, sure. I know I want to buy some Ewoks, but what, like, what am I actually looking at? What am I looking for? Yeah. How many were released? Yeah. What accessories did they come with? So, um, reference books. I like reference books. That's what these are called. Um, so you're, you agree that I like I them? No, I like them too. Yeah. I, I love them. Um, but, it, but it got me thinking, there's not really a good version of this for Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I think we should, I think we it. need to do it. I think we should write it because like something that covers. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to go down there. Comprehensive. A comprehensive guide to all Ghostbusters toys from, you know, basically from real Ghostbusters, Filmation Ghostbusters, Extreme Ghostbusters, NECA, all of Maddie Collector, all of Hasbro. Something that maybe takes us through 2021. An entire chapter on Slimer. Like just the evolution. <laughs> yeah. All versions, iterations. Sure. And like there's so many people that were involved with these toy lines, like Kenner employees and and you know, all, all sorts of stuff. I think there's a cool story to tell there. I think people like would be interested in it. But most of all, I love these books because I'm not going to own 95% of the stuff in these books. So it's fun to be able to at least look at it and know about it. Then you go on eBay and go, shit. All right, well, I'll get the, I'll get the new version. <laughs> I'll get the updated version. I'll get the Skeletor that's the target. Mm. Not the one of the book. Um, but yeah, so I just, I, I don't, if you don't have any of these books, I, I definitely recommend Pixel, uh, Pixel Dan's book. And, um, yeah, it's just cool. It's just cool to, cool to learn and cool to feel like you, like, especially when you go to a toy show and there's just like, you guys know, I mean, we were at Toy Lana a couple months ago. It is so overwhelming. Jake, Uh Land of the Lost, me, Captain Planet, not Captain America, as I called it that entire weekend. (laughs) Um, you know, and now, Jake, the one book you loaned Abby, which I would put in this category, which yeah, was actually like that. that auction book that covered all the vinyl Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I learned I learned a lot from that. And I've known, you know, I've been buying Godzilla toys my whole life. But yeah, like all of those books, just especially when there's so much of it. Yeah, I love it's it. nice to see it and and have the story right there. It's easier than like trying to look it up online and you're like trying mm-hmm. to find out, find a website that has the right information or whatever. It's there. There should be way more of these books. Yes. But there should be one for Phantom Menace collectibles, uh, Attack of the Clones, like uh, comprehensive compendiums, visual encyclopedias. Like I, I love that shit. Hey, if you went back to Toy Fair 2020 when we were there and showed a snapshot of our life in July of 2021 
and saw that Ghostbusters Afterlife has not come out yet. And Jake and Craig both have fairly extensive Masters of the Universe collections. You would think <laughs> this is an alternate timeline. There's no yeah. possible way that this is the yeah. same people. But it is because there was a pandemic. Yeah. Which made us all buy He-Man toys. Apparently. Yeah. Sure. Like uh, so anyways. All right, Abby, what, what, what do you got next? Yeah, well, <clears throat> actually, speaking of, of He-Man, Masters of the Universe, um, actually, speaking of She-Ra, um, the thing I was going to recommend is when it's this hot outside, um, when it's this time of summer and this time of the year, I like to sit indoors and binge cartoons. Um, something about like the Nicktoons marathons that used to be on on Nickelodeon. There's like something in particular about wasting hours inside where it's cool and watching cartoons during this time of the year that I love. Um, and there's three particular cartoons, uh, sort of like four actually that I was going to recommend, um, that I've been into, one of them, the first one being She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, which is on Netflix. And I've talked about that on the show before. Like, I got into that show last year during uh, quarantine. But much like Craig and Jake were just saying, like, I got into watching She-Ra through watching He-Man because the toys are cool. And Craig put on the cartoon, the original one. And then I really, really just kind of took to it. And the new show um, that I'm talking about on Netflix is Noelle Stevenson is the, the writer and showrunner. And uh, they are awesome. And I really, really, really like the storyline and all the characters on this show. Um, it's very empowering. Um, it's just literally a good show for everybody. It's a really witty, funny, uh, well-rounded, well-balanced um, cartoon. And I, I wish I'd had it when I was a little girl to watch. And I recommend it highly to anyone of any age. It's just, it's great. I wish there were more toys. We've talked about how the toy line from the show is, there isn't a toy line. Like there was just some San Diego Comic-Con exclusives from Target that are really expensive and hard to get. But it's just a great show. Um, I'm currently finishing up the last season, the fifth season. Uh, I sold out a little bit. So I, I've been dipping back into it and really enjoying it and crying and laughing. Um, the other show, the next show that I'm going to recommend is something I thought, I, I never thought I'd be sailing saying this but it's uh the harley quinn show on hbo yeah wow. i know i don't want to like it like i don't i don't hey, want I watched, to like it i watched two episodes of it and it's i was funny. like it's funny it's legit like, funny this is 10 times better than anything the dceu has ever done it's like it's as of as a huge fan of uh the venture brothers i'm like have, it felt more like archer it felt like archer venture brothers adult swim like late night uh like it, it, oh my god it's it's very funny <laughs> oh it's my very god. gross and dirty and funny and i i irreverent great voice cast. really great voice cast kaylee cuoco um alan tudyk yeah alan tudyk and it uh, i'm only two episodes in so this is like a soft recommendation i'm sure it continues to be good and i've heard it only gets better and i know there's only two seasons out so i'm just giving it a shout out right now and saying maybe check it out okay. if you're looking for okay. something you know it's got a fun, just got some fun stuff going for it it's just got some cool. good laugh out loud moments I wouldn't recommend something that wasn't funny. That's kind of the number one thing if in my book that matters. I need to be able to laugh. Um, and then my third wreck would be uh, watch The Clone Wars. It's a whole, f there's just a fuck ton of it. I know there's seven seasons, but do it because I think it's worth it. You get a lot of payoff um, if, when you go back and watch the live action Star Wars movies once you've watched The Clone Wars. Um, and it just kind of ties into everything. And obviously Dave Filoni is kind of running Star Wars a little bit right now. So it's just good to have that. That Ahsoka in investment and to know um, just who, wh 
what, what happened during the Clone Wars? There's a whole lot of fun stuff. Um, also, The Bad Batch is a great show to watch, and I recommend our um, those listening watch that and then watch my show. That was a, That's a way to promote myself. <laughs> very good, very good. I like Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. It's wow. on Monday nights at 9.30 on YouTube. All right. Thank cool. you. Good yeah, stuff. That's it. I like that. Cool. Jake. Um, yeah, man, I got one more. Um, so I wanted to I wanted to recommend a book and I didn't want to recommend any Stephen King because I don't stop talking about Stephen King a lot of times. So now <laughs> you have I, your own I, podcast where you just talk about Stephen King to yourself. Pre, yeah, and it's our <laughs> Patreon. Um, <laughs> uh, I think so. Like, first of all, for people who don't, Craig, this is for you as well. For people who don't really read a whole lot, I think. I think uh, if, if, if you're picking up a book and you don't like it or you can't find yourself finishing it or something like that, I think that just means you're reading the wrong kind of books. Mm-hmm. Because, Craig, like you, you like um, like autobiographies. I do. Yeah. And you actually read those and finish them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot. Well, there you go. So, like, <laughs> I, I think I think it's just a. The kind of book, uh, you right, know, right, right. A, a content kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think I might have I think I probably mentioned uh, this book whenever I originally read it on the show or maybe the movie that it's that came out after it. But um, it's this book called Carnosaur. OK. And it was written by uh, now on the book. It says Harry Adam Knight, but that's not the guy's. That's like a pseudonym. OK. Uh, the guy's real name is John Bronson. All right. Um, the thing about this book that's pretty great is that it's kind of like it's about this scientist who has learned how to clone dinosaurs and he just wants to release them. Like he just wants he want he it's not a John Hammond kind of situation where he wants to clone dinosaurs for people to enjoy. This guy has figured out how to clone dinosaurs and his plan is to just like let them loose on people. Okay. He just wants he wants them to take over, like retake the world. Um, but there are some scenes in this book that are like pretty heavily like this is Jurassic Park. Like it's it's the basic plot of Jurassic Park, except this book came out in 1984. OK, mm-hmm. Dra- Jurassic Park, the book didn't come out until 1990. OK, and um, they made a movie of this book. That came out the same year as Jurassic Park, but it was like a um, uh, it's a very it's like a Roger Corman low budget, low budget gotcha gory. The dinosaurs look stupid. Uh, they also changed the book pretty heavily. So when people, you know, people who do know of Carnosaur kind of think of it like it got it just got called like a ripoff of Jurassic Park at the time. Right. Even though it came out before, um, but it came out before and the book is, you know, it's a pretty, I don't want to say that it's serious, but like it starts off. There's this cool thing that starts, the book starts off with, um, with a dinosaur attack and it, and it's, and it's, and it's killing multiple people. It's out. And, uh, there's this kid who I'm going to spoil the It's the beginning of this book. Who cares? Um, mm-hmm. There's this kid who watches his whole family get killed by this dinosaur and then it almost kills the kid. But then the, the, the people who cloned it or whatever, they track it and they capture it before that happens. And then it like, 
in the papers, they tell everybody that, that it was an escaped lion. Okay. Nobody, nobody has like proof that it was a dinosaur and the, nobody believes it. So in it, in the book is about like a, like a, a guy who like works for a, a paper or something like that. And he's, I'm going to hold on. I got two things I want to just read. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to read the back of the book, you know, like the synopsis. Okay. And then there's a little, there's a little thing on the very first page that I think is just trying to give you a taste of the book that I want to read. Okay. Okay. So on the back of the book, it says driven to extinction back for revenge. That's so silly. Mm -hmm. Um, The world's most vicious predator is back and he's got company. Tyrannosaurus Rex, Dionychus, Brachiosaurus. It's funny that they put Brachiosaurus in there like it's a scary dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Barney. (laughs) All have been loosed onto the modern world by Jane Penward, the the vengeance-hungry, nymphomaniac wife of the man who cloned them. Uh, Dave Pascal is a small-time journalist who gets his chance to make it big by cracking the dinosaur story. But the key to the truth carries a high price and it's held by Jane before she's through with David, the carnage created by the dinosaurs will spread for miles and climax in an apocalyptic battle between the primal monsters and all the technological forces that modern man can muster. Climax. That's what you took from that. Oh, she's a nympho. <laughs> I want to know more about her. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. I feel like Abby, you should read this book. Yeah, I, I, that it's, piqued my interest. It's a small book. It's only two hundred pages. Like okay. you, you can read this pretty quickly. Um, it's a it's a fun little like dinosaur story, and and it's one of those things that like I could see this getting like a remake at some point because the movie is silly. Hmm. But um, when you open the book. The very first page has the words modern monsters all capitalized. (laughs) I don't know why, but I'm going to I'm going to I want to read this part. Okay. And this is this is a I don't know why they did this, because this is pulled from the middle of the book, I think. And it's the very first page. It's before you even get the title page. This is weird. Okay. The claws on its forelegs grasped Cartwright by the shoulders and lifted him into the air. At the same time, one of the hind feet rose up and slashed him down the length of his body. The scythe-like middle claw opened up Cartwright from neck to groin before he even realized what happened. Then he was laying on his back on the floor, staring up at the lights on the ceiling. He felt terribly cold. He was dimly aware that the shotgun had gone off, but had no idea if he'd hit the creature. Perhaps the noise had scared it away. He wondered how badly he was hurt. He didn't want to look and see. The creature's head suddenly moved into his field of vision. It was bending over him. As the head came closer, he felt its hot breath on his face. The stink was awful. The teeth closed on his neck, and Cartwright knew nothing more. Damn. I liked that. I can read that. I'm fucking jealous. Read that fucking book. Jake read passages from his book. All right, well, we'll read passages. Hey, learn us some Masters of the Universe. Yeah, read something. Okay. Here we go. Uh, This is the entry for He-Man, 1991 villain, uh, member of the Space Mutants. His name is Butthead. (laughs) 
While all of the evil mutants are quite bizarre looking, Butthead might be one of the weirdest. He also has the most unfortunate name. But you guys didn't know I could read. <laughs> that's pretty good, dude. What if you look at what if Abby looked down and she's like, that's not the words on the page. <laughs> uh so yeah, and then there's a bunch more stuff. Um, Jake, that's great. That book sounds kind of cool. Maybe I'll yeah, Carnosaur. It is cool, man. It's probably it's probably on Audible, I'm sure it is. And I and I feel like something Audible. You know, 200 pages, you probably read this in a day. I'm going to try to negotiate with Audible. It's like 200 pages. I'm, I'll pay a half Let's credit. Let's get it down to 20. Half credit. Half credit. Yeah. Half credit. Um, so. I love it. Very cool. Craig, you got, you got another thing? Yeah. Yeah, but mine is not. I, I can't just recommend Ghostbusters 2, uh, but I've been thinking about no. it a lot lately, but I can't. Can I? I'll tell you no, this. Because you were supposed to do some work. For this episode. Yeah. Well, I think been, about it. Okay. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. Don't recommend. steal mine. No, I'm not. I didn't realize this till a couple days ago, but I recommend that if you're ever feeling down, if you're ever feeling a little bit low, feeling a little insecure, feeling like maybe things aren't working out the way you always thought they should have, get yourself some Jedi tunics and robes and put those on for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Wait, get yourself a friend. Who can help you? Oh, yeah, they're on. not easy to put on. No, no, no. I, I, I'm finally doing uh, for Dragon Con. Listen, I'm not a, I'm not a world class cosplayer. Never claimed to be, and uh, no one's ever going to accuse me of being one. <laughs> um, but I've always wanted to do like an Obi Wan or Obi Wan inspired costume uh, because uh, I just I love Obi Wan, and I, I don't think I look like you and McGregor, but I have a beard. You and, do, <laughs> and. I've always wanted one. I've never done it. Anytime I'm at Dragon Con or whatever, and I see somebody wearing like full Jedi garb. I get jealous because it looks comfortable. It looks like they're having a good time. And I finally started getting some pieces into my costume this week. And this is less uh, about specifically doing Obi-Wan, but like just working on a costume is fun. Like it's literally yeah. putting me in such a good mood to source the pieces I need, doing the research, uh, ordering, you know, my boots came in. I got some, uh, the uh, boots. What was I saying? The boots. The boots. The boots. I lost the my inserts, train of thought. I got the inserts. inserts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the inserts in. You're well, walking not around Dragon Con. Well, you got to be comfortable. But just building a costume, man, is just fun. It's fun because, like, man, we got we missed out on so much last year. We didn't get to work on costumes. We didn't get to go to Dragon Con to go see all of our friends. Now we're playing in PKE Surge. We got this new Ghostbusters movie coming out, and we're all doing new costumes for Dragon Con. We got a Hobbit costume and. Abby's doing stuff and like I don't know it's just cool sorceress Anakin yeah hot dog Janine um Jake you're doing your X-wing right yeah yeah uh, as long as oh excuse me as long as Hal didn't sell, sell his X-wing costume I'm gonna get the I'm, gonna, <laughs> grab, I'm gonna grab the pieces that I I'm missing from mine off of his and yeah I'm gonna do X-wing here's cool, what I'm, here's what I'm saying though or you could be our Padme or Ahsoka I, I'll do a Padme <laughs> that'd be tight I um I feel like the world's more open-minded to like costumes and costuming than it used to be. But I feel like maybe we have some listeners out there. Maybe they go to conventions. Maybe they don't. Maybe they've always wanted to do a costume, even if they've always wanted to do like a Ghostbusters uniform, but they have it. Just do it. You're go- Just do it. Is there anything better than the first time you put on a flight suit? Like, I don't care do how it. it's no, fucking great. Don't do it. Oh shit! I'm falling. Yeah, Chris falling off fell. the couch. Um, no, it's just cool and it makes me happy, and uh, I'm I'm super excited about it. So okay. I got my lightsaber in. It's a, like a 3D printed one. It looks really good. 
Um, he accidentally sent me the wrong thing first, so I also have some Jumanji game pieces, which are pretty <laughs> you damn cool. Do. Be careful with those. Oh, yeah, dude. don't start playing the game. I was like, this isn't from Jumanji. Jumanji's like a video game. Ugh. <laughs> that's because the new one is there is something solemn though about putting on the jedi ropes that's like it's cool you feel powerful and still within yeah it's cool i felt one with the force yeah the force was one with me then i tripped over my own feet and fell on my face but i was still one with the force um but yeah and now this isn't something i could recommend now but they just announced it today and i'm literally more excited about this than i think anything in the world they're fine. So remember after Mandalorian season two, when they did the, the Disney, what's that show called? Em? Uh, the gallery, the Disney gallery where they recap like all the behind the scenes stuff, but they didn't do yeah. the, the Luke Skywalker stuff. Yeah. 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 They have a, an entire special episode dedicated to episode that last episode of Mandalorian from last year. And Whoa. Com- when's that coming out? Um, three weeks. I think. Yeah. I think Four we weeks. should bring back midnight Mando Holy and do a panel shit. on it. I mean, I'm, fucking excited for that because like remember when that came on we were all like well shit they didn't talk I was about annoyed it. yeah because they skipped luke they skipped him mm-hmm. um, you don't skip luke luke <laughs> Uncle Ed! he's dead that's not a line in the movie oh we one does not, not come yeah. up and go he's dead Mm-mm. hey jake let me ask you something yeah man have you ever like on youtube watched that that guy who re- he made like a better version of the obi-wan darth vader fight from a new hope Mm, uh yeah i think i did yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah and it makes me think if there was ever anything to remake or update from star wars it's the obi-wan like darth vader fight it's that and that's it that's it i mean i mean that and you could you could do that to any of the fights because they're all kind of slow and outdated especially compared to like the newer ones but right yeah, I could see that. I would rather that than adding, uh, you know, the random, you know, the stuff that the special editions did. Right, right. Right. I don't know why I brought that up. But anyway, I, I don't either. Anytime I watch A New Hope, when they get to the Obi-Wan Darth Vader fight, I'm just like, oh, this is so bad. They're like, uh, uh, uh. It's so, they're not actually fighting. Yeah. Strike, yeah. strike me down and I'll become more powerful. Uh, uh. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that Luke Skywalker thing. And then like, just thinking about like being really honest with everybody, I'm, I'm super, uh, I'm super excited for, for what the next couple months of, you know, what we got going on. We talked about, we got Indiana this weekend. We're going to be at days of the dead, Indianapolis. If you're going to be there on Saturday, come say Mm -hmm. hi. Free Mm -hmm. photo ops and autographs from YJ. (laughs) (laughs) Free. Yeah. Free. I'm going to make you talk to Jake. We got to fund that gas. Yeah. Take us to lunch. Yeah. Bring us some (laughs) steak and sugar or something. No, no, no. We got that coming up. Jake, you're getting your slime blower. Um. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna hit some stories. Greasy strangler. Greasy stranglers. Alice yeah. Cooper's. Um. And then, listen, guys. Uh, Loki ends tomorrow. Uh. So the next thing in the MCU after Loki is Shang Chi and Eternals, and we know that Spider Man No Way Home trailer has to be dropping very soon. We know probably the, next week. Probably next week. Uh, with Comic Con and everything else happening. Uh, Ghost. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. No word on the next trailer yet, but uh, the movie comes out in less than four months. So again, it's got to be soon. <laughs> like yep. they're going to start promoting it. It's got to be soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously we'll have new Ghostbusters toys and things like that to look forward to. We've got Suicide Squad hitting theaters in a 
just a couple of weeks. Um, Space Jam. Space Jam comes out next Friday. Jackass Forever trailer next week. Jake is not happy about it. Um, I watched a bunch of Jackass clips on YouTube today on my lunch break. I was just laughing my ass off. I was like, look, Johnny Knoxley's on a rocket. What a crazy man. Why is he doing on that rocket? Uh, so there's just a lot going on. We, we, it's, we've got some fun stuff coming up. So um, Everything I, that you wanted. And I appreciate all of our listeners. So, Abby, want to plug a group therapy and we'll get the heck out of here? Yes, you get the hell out of here. No, please join our group. It is called Yes, Have Some Podcast Group Therapy. Search for it on Facebook. That is where we hang out. It's a closed group. We've got like a thousand people. It's very exciting. Um, Just ask to join either myself, Jake, Craig, Ryan. Uh, One of us will accept you. And from there, you can post quality content. Please no memes unless they are very flattering ones about us that we have asked for. (laughs) And uh, you can talk about movies, books, uh, toys, stuff that you're stressed about. And uh, it's a safe space. We have a lot of fun and it's growing. So come be a part of it. Absolutely. Stay tuned all week for different reveals from all the toy companies leading up to Comic-Con at home. Um, And also, Abby, I can't believe you only had two recommendations. I thought you... you I have others. I just, we don't, we ran out of time. How about this? Rapid fire, no explanation. Just say your other recommendations and we'll sign off. Capri Suns, I think you should leave. And, oh... (laughs) Shit, what was the other one? Friendship bracelets. Make a friendship bracelet for your friend. There you go. There you go. Or make it for your enemy and they'll become your friend. Oh. Oh, Is that like your is that why you gave me one? No. Hey, I'll let you all figure out if you're my friends or my enemies now. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's looking at their bracelet Uh, going, what? The S rubbed off on mine. She must not like me. All right, everybody. I ran out of S's. If that happens to you, I'm sorry. Yeah, mine just says Y H blank. Um (laughs) For Jacob Walsh, Blank check edition. Abigail Gardner, yes. The entire Ghostbusters community. Yeah, we speak for all of we them. Speak for all. Yep. Oh, whether they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. By the way, stay tuned at the end of this month for the YHS Watch Along exclusively on Discord. This month, five year anniversary. Ghosthead. Uh, yep. The honesty's coming out, guys. Yeah. The positivity we only goes. Can only go so far. Abby, are you excited about that? Yeah, I feel like I've, I'm. I'm ready. It's time. I've, yeah, I've you sound ready. Past, not really. If there's one thing you sound, it's ready. Well, if there's, I'm gonna be fine. I hope. Are you in it? Yeah, I'm, I'm in, it. in it, and I'm. Yeah, I've worked through it. There you go. So I guess I'm ready to dip back into it. So if you want to get in on that, make sure you check out patreon.com slash yes, have some check out all of our tiers and offerings, exclusive merch drops coming soon. Mm-hmm. You guys don't even know. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to be in our discord chat under a different name being like, man, this, this Abigail Gardner seems pretty cool. We should, we should be nice to her. <laughs> I bet she didn't want to be in this. I <laughs> didn't know it was going to turn out like this. <sighs> Maybe we should get some other stars of ghost heads to join us in the, uh, the, the live chat. I want Zach, Zach Myers. Myers. I want him to do it like a tour, like him to be the, the bus tour guide. Of like, <laughs> Welcome to ghost heads. The I'll real ghost heads tour. <laughs> yeah. Just driving around town like Kramer. Yeah. I love that. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Yeah.